have your Bibles, turn to Romans chapter 10, and today we're going to look at verses 12 through 17. Romans chapter 10 and verses 12 through 17. Today we're talking about missions because one of the five purposes of the church, you remember the five purposes of the church, don't you? Worship, ministry, discipleship, fellowship, and now evangelism slash missions. This is the last in the series about missions, but we're going to keep talking about missions as we go into the Advent season, preparing for our Lottie Moon Christmas offering to promote the Word of God around the world. So I pray that this little message today will bless you and that God would speak to your heart and that the Holy Spirit would reign. Join me in prayer. Our Father and our God, we thank you for this place that we can gather as a child of God. We thank you, Lord, that you are the God who gives as well as the good gifts that we have received from you. We thank you, Lord, that the greatest gift that we can all acknowledge is the gospel of Jesus Christ, the news about the death, burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that you will be sovereign through the Holy Spirit in this sermon time as you have been so far in music and in worship. We pray this in the name of Jesus. May we hear a fresh word from the Lord through the scriptures. Amen and amen. All right, we're going to read verses 12 through 17. And uh, I'm going to read from my New American Standard here. And you follow along on the, on the board up there or for whatever app or Bible you may have in your hand. Hear the word of the Lord. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, abounding in riches for all who call upon him. For the Bible says, whoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. I hope that everybody here has called on the Lord to save your soul and to transform you and to bring Christ into your life. He will never reject anyone who calls upon his name to be saved. But in verse 14 it says, How, will they, how then will they call on him in whom they have not heard or have not believed? How will they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? Now the word for preacher here is not just me. It's for anyone who is sharing, proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. In verse 15, how will they preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the gospel of good things. However, they did not all heed the good news or the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who has believed our report? So, hear this clearly, faith comes from hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ, or the gospel. We have to ask ourselves today this question, why are we on mission? And why are we on mission as a church with Jesus Christ? 
There are two reasons why we're on mission. One is because people need the Lord. And number two, because Jesus commanded us to go and tell. That's what I'm going to preach about this morning. And I pray that you'll listen very closely. People need the Lord all around us. I wish you could join me in my short commute to Louisville and back every day. When I go back to Louisville, back and forth, I, I see so many people who need the Lord. I see people who have never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. In a humorous way, there was a time when Jay Leno did the Jay Walking Man on the Street. If you remember the time Jay Leno was out there interviewing people, and this was a comic routine that he did. But it's, it shared with me an impact of, what it, of, of how little people know of Jesus and how little they know about the Bible and how little they know about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And one of the questions that Jay, Lowe, uh, Jay Leno and Jay Walking would ask, uh, can you name Noah's wife? Well, there's no answer for Noah's wife in the Bible, but one person said Noah's wife was Joan of Arc. <laughs> it's okay. He asked another person, what was the first commandment in the Bible? One response was, freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. But folks, on a more serious note, hearing or not hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ is a life and death matter. It is the difference between heaven and hell. It's the difference between light and dark. It's the difference between hope and hopelessness. It's the difference between wisdom and decision and understanding God's will for, and plan for your life and wandering around like lost sheep without a shepherd. I seriously wish you could have followed me this last week as I travel up and down the highway. I remember an ambulance that came out on 265 Snyder Freeway and I wondered I've been in that ambulance before is that person dying of COVID is that person having a heart attack does that person know Jesus will that person make it to the hospital in time to receive treatment and have another opportunity to hear the gospel I follow many truck drivers. Some of you drive trucks around here, and I want you to know I pray for you more every day than I ever have before. And I know the kind of life they live. I travel a lot and drive a lot and have driven a lot across this country. And I wonder, does that truck driver, will he make it home safe tonight? Is his family okay? He's putting bread on the table. He's doing the best he can to survive. People like me that are driving up and down the road. The people, the deer that are crossing the Meade County roads. The, the population that's trying to get ahead of somebody else. 
Oh, truck drivers, my heart was with you. I understand what you're doing. But do you know the Lord? There is a truck driver that I remember one time who set up at a, at a gas station, a kind of cabin, and he took one of those um, beds that they were carrying, and he sets up a chapel there. And in that chapel, when men or women driving a truck come and get their truck refilled with gas, they have the opportunity to stop for a prayer in that chapel and hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Many, many are saved that way, and they have another chance to hear and to know Jesus as their Savior and Lord. Some of you know specifically what I'm about to talk about. As I make my way down Muldrow Hill, I pass a XXX bookstore. My heart goes out to the men and women that are, whose chain we saw up there a while ago is still locked around them from pornography. You don't have to go looking for pornography in our day. Pornography will come looking for you. It is said in statistics, in Baptist life anyway, about 60% of the men in the church have viewed pornography in the last month. Not only the sinners that are in the pornography store need the Lord, all us men need the Lord, don't we? Not only do people that we seem to condemn because they've got a problem, we have a problem too, that we need the Lord. I pass a bar, and I wonder inside that bar, who is that person that's seeking to numb the pain that is in his soul? He's hurting so awfully bad that it takes a little more liquor, a little more numbing, so that he can cope with his life, his work, his family. And most of all, with himself, he is in a battle with God. He is in a battle with God. She is in a battle with God. People need the Lord. I remember pulling up behind a bus there on Dixie Highway, and I watched the students get off that bus, and I followed that bus on several stops, and I saw them get off, and I can't find my mask, but I saw them get off with their mask on, and they just didn't, didn't seem to mind it. And they were going inside their house, doing their normal thing. And I wonder about that home and that house. Are they singing in that house when they arrive? Are they going to be abused when they get there? Are they going to be told, way to go, you did a great job at school today, you gave it the best you had. Um, forget about uh, what somebody else did to you today at school or what somebody else said to you today. Let me affirm you as a parent that you are my child and you belong to me and uh, you are worth saving and you are worth the education. You hang in there. Is that the kind of encouragement that they're getting? Or are they hearing, you're no good. You'll never amount to anything. You're not worth anything. We're all wasting our time trying to send you to school. You're so dumb. 
I wonder what they're hearing. I wish every child that grew up in Meade County could hear a song that children sing. Maybe in one or two homes there's somebody singing this little song. The B-I-B-L-E Yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the Word of God. The B-I-B-L-E If your children come to our vacation Bible school, they learn that song. And I praise God for the ways that we can teach children to sing songs of hope. That God is God and He is love. And the Word of God, this Bible that we stand on, is God's love letter to you and to me. I see families all over the place as I commute back and forth. Families who need the Lord. I see a mom carrying a baby. I see a mom that's great with child, and, and I pray for her. Coming in and out of this BP station or gas station or something else. And I wonder, does she know the Lord? Has she heard the gospel? And I want to say to this mom who's great with child, thank you for carrying that baby. Because I know that in downtown Louisville, in downtown Louisville there's a place where women who are afraid, women who are scared, women who don't know the Lord are trying to find an, a place to get an, an, an abortion and when they arrive there, there are two lines of people. On one side, there's a line of Christians trying to compassionately and in a very, very nice way encourage this mom to keep that child. And on the other side of the line, there's a group of people trying to stand in front of the Christian crowd as that father or that uncle or that boyfriend or that parent stays out in the car until they get out. I thank God for the ministry that Kentucky Baptists have down in downtown Louisville for for this. Emmanuel Baptist Church is big in this. My son was involved in this. I thank God. And I pray hard that young women, regardless of the age, who are hurting because of a mistake they made, may not have heard the gospel yet. But as long as the courts will allow us, we're going to keep sharing Jesus with every mother, every father, every foster child. Kentucky Baptist has just won a huge victory in the courts to allow children through sunrise services to be fostered and the adoption system to carry on. And we need to thank Kentucky Baptist for their efforts in Frankfurt to make sure that these legal Steps are afforded because can you imagine any greater care than a child who's being fostered or adopted can come to a home that knows Jesus as Savior and Lord? Can I get an amen today?
I pass a homeless person many, many times. And I know why he's there. He's homeless because he's addicted, or he's a veteran that's addicted, or mentally ill. And there's no treatment facilities. There's no place to go. And I debate whether or not to lend a helping hand, or giving or not giving. Sometimes I don't know what to do, and sometimes I just share a little bit. But I know that Valley View Baptist Church, y'all know Valley View Baptist Church, not the Vine Grove one, but the one back toward Louisville. Every Lord's Day, they're downtown Louisville this morning, where the homeless are gathered together down by the Ohio River. And these handful of deacons are feeding them peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And through the years, they've gotten personally known to the homeless and the homeless camps that are all around our county. Thank God that people are willing to stop and care for a person that's holding that sign and saying, I'm homeless. As I get closer to Louisville, I'm sorry, as I get closer to Ekron, I pass the houses in Meade County coming to this sweet, sweet congregation. And I see many, 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 many people, 89% of Meade County homes will not be in the house of God today. Why are we on mission with Christ? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the gospel. People need the Lord. We are called to take his light to a world where wrong seems right. What could be too great a cost for sharing life with one who's lost? And some of you know the chorus to that song. You might want to sing it with me. People need the Lord. People need the Lord. When will we realize people need the Lord? Another reason why we're on mission with Jesus is it because we are commanded to go tell about the Lord Jesus. The next few verses says, How then will they call on him in whom they've not believed? How will they believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? And how will they preach unless somebody goes, somebody is sent? We are sending church. And we are a church that emphasizes missions everywhere you turn at Ekron Baptist Church. And what I've come to learn from the Bible is that missions has been the very purpose of God from the very beginning of history. His saving acts are culminated in the gospel, the person and the work of Jesus Christ. It is not an option to say, am I a missionary? It's not even a call to missions. 
the author of a book called The Insanity of God. Has anybody ever read that book or saw that movie? The author's name is Nick Ripkin, which is not his real name. He's one of our Southern Baptist missionaries that served the Lord in Africa. And he is, uh, has written a book. There's a movie about him. And in his mission work across the Horn of Africa, they began to see what it was like to be a lost Muslim and suffer for Jesus in a jail and be executed. And he makes this statement in the book, The Insanity of God. Honestly, I don't believe there is a call to missions, he said. There's a command to missions. No one who is a follower of Jesus gets to choose whether they are called or not. We just get to choose through a sense of the guidance of the Holy Spirit where God wants us to live out our witness at this time. So I would ask you this morning, what is your mission? Can you state your mission in a single sentence? I've struggled with that, and I've come to believe that my mission is a very simple statement. God has called me to love God, preach the word, love God's people. It's just that simple. And when I go with God in that mission calling, He's taken me to some awesome places that I never expected and things that were amazing I never thought would happen. We were in Tanzania one time taking the gospel to a, a country and a nation in East Africa, West Africa, excuse me. We got to this little church where the Kentucky team was going to hold like a revival service. And when we got there, the people that were in this dirt floor with an outdoor roof on it that was paid for by the Lottie Moon Christmas offering were so proud of the outdoor toilet that they had made just for us. And during the worship service, as we began the call to worship, the first thing they wanted to do was dedicate that toilet to the Lord. My partner who was with me, looked over to me as they held up the toilet lid, and that's all they brought in. He said, now there's something you don't see every day. Ross Boucher. Some of you know Ross. At Ekron Baptist Church, when your kids come, we teach them about, I don't believe I can pick it up. We teach them about missions. When they go to children's church, they're taught missions. This year, these children, these little kids in children's church, have raised $1,070, and it's going to go to J&J. &J. I don't know if you know who J&J &J is, but they're the two kids that, one of them grew up here in this church, and the family's here in this church. And they followed the Lord, and he took them to a place that we can't talk about. But we're going to send this to them and remind them that we're praying for them because they were faithful to be on mission with Christ. And they're going to give them a gift card for this thousand plus few dollars. They're going to use it however 
they see fit in the work of the Lord. Can you give thanks and praise to God this morning? Oh, that ain't all. Shoot, Friday night, the kids that came here at this church, children's night, you know what they did? They didn't just have children's fun. They did children's missions. And they made little cards, and I had one of them on my desk. I was trying to find it a while ago. I apologize. And they sent those cards to our shut-in, homebound, to remind them that we're praying for you. That's missions. So you can be a child here, or you can be an appointed missionary in, a, in an international country that we can't mention, and you can be a missionary. It's not an option to say yes or no, no to the call of missions. It is a command from the Lord. I've come to learn what uh, President Carter learned one time when he had a Cuban evangelist down in Puerto, Puerto Rico that was having great gospel success and revival. Listen, the Cuban people are the most energetic revival people I've ever met. We have a mission church there in Parkland and Louisville because the Cuban population there in the Oklahoma High View area is huge. This Puerto Rico um, missionary from Cuba, Carter asked him, he said, um, What's the secret to your success? Why is it that you're having so many people saved and so many crowds at the, at the uh, Crusades here? And his name is El Roy Cruz. He said, Senor Jimmy, <laughs> you have only two loves in your life. The first love is for God. The second is God's love for the person standing in front of you at any given time. We tried that yesterday at Kroger. It's absolutely true. Loving God and loving people that I'm standing in line with, whether here at the turkey dinner we're about to have, or whether at the Kroger, or where you work, or even at school. Folks, people need the Lord. People need the Lord. At the end of broken dreams, He's the open door. People need the Lord. People need the Lord. When will we realize people need Lord, will you bow your heads this morning? Today we're going to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior and your Lord. We're going to invite you to come as we sing this song here in a minute. As we have our heads bowed and our eyes closed, we're going to give this little simple invitation because some of you need the Lord. You need Him in your heart. You need Him in your life. Some of you need to get serious about being on mission. 
with God in your family and your home. Taking that leadership role of being the leader spiritually. Some of you may want to unite with Equin Baptist Church from a sister church so that you can be on mission with the Lord. Father, have your will in your way as we worship in this invitation. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And all the people said, Amen. You've been listening to the Sunday morning worship service of the Ekron Baptist Church. You too can accept the eternal life offered by Jesus Christ. First, admit that you are a sinner. Then believe that Jesus Christ can forgive you of your sins and ask Him to come into your heart and change your life. Then confess your faith in Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. If you've made this decision today, write to us at the Ekron Baptist Church, 2775 Hayesville Road, Ekron, Kentucky, 40117. If you're looking for a church home, we invite you to be a part of our growing family with programs and Bible studies for all ages. Join us next Sunday at 11 a.m. for morning worship from the Ekron Baptist Church. Until that time, may God bless.